Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef. You are listening to the only official Top Chef podcast. This is Pod Chef. Is many imitators, but there's only one originator, and that is this podcast. I'm your host, Jamal, and with me always is my co-host, Reeves. Say hello to the nice people who chose to listen. Hey, everybody. Listen to our podcast. Don't listen to any other podcasts. Just listen to ours, especially other ones that might be Top Chef related. Don't listen to those. Yep. Uh, Brian's also here. So let's talk about some stuff. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> go ahead, Brent. <laughs> say hello. I was trying to think of something funny to say, but I didn't have anything, so I'm glad that you skipped me. Yeah. So, uh, host knows best. Brian is here. Uh, Brian has some big Hollywood news that he shared with me right before the uh, recording today. Brian, share with the people. I mean, we might not be doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> share with the people what happened. Is it, do you want me to talk about that email thing that I got? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this is a huge deal. This never. This is clearly going to mean something. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. Okay. So 100 years ago, Jamal and I wrote a screenplay uh, called Stoned Dead. It's about Three years uh, ago. Three two, years ago. It's about two stoners who uh, smoke uh, a J that's got some stuff on it. I don't want to give the whole thing away so you don't like know stuff. And it brings the dead back to life. And um, we've, you know... Uh, put it out to some places we've had some some people talk to us about it and people seem to be lukewarm on it um, hollywood insiders lukewarm it, it is yeah hollywood can't stop what's the what's the what's not the opposite of buzzing but the middle of it murmuring murmuring humming? yeah they're humming solid we're hummer. creating a hum yeah we created a hummer and people are loving it i'd give a hummer if this thing got made so it's on Coverfly, which is this website that it just like hosts your screenplay. I got an email this afternoon saying that an industry professional has downloaded our project. Yeah. So if you're listening, days are numbered. Um, probably not going to be doing this much longer. Probably be too big to do it. Reeves might still do it. Yeah, but. there's no chance of that happening. So, <laughs> so um, enjoy it while it's still here, because the minute that someone says. Hey, we want to do more than talk. Uh, that takes precedent over this talking. Yeah, this is over. This yeah, this will be done. And yeah. so we're kind of cushioning that blow now to let you know that we will break up with you if we become too big. So mm-hmm. go ahead and give us our flowers now. Yeah, so give us our flowers now. Um, you can leave them at the zoo. I'll go see them when I take one of my boring walks there that no one wants to talk about. Um, I have a question so, yeah. about this download. Uh-huh. Like, what yeah, does please. that entail? Does it just mean they doubt, like, they, can you see if they actually read it? Or no. If they're, no, no, no. Just this is a Hollywood it. talk where they're reading our script and they're giving someone else a download of our script. Mm. Yeah, it's a huge deal. And like I said, days are numbered. I don't even know if we'll get through this season, if I'm being quite honest with you. Do they this tell you the name? Is there is the name like J Monkey Paw Productions? There's a there is a, a it should be it should be yeah it should be Judd A S Rogan. Mm-hmm. Uh oh gosh how great would that Jordan be? Jordan P. Yeah Jordan P. It does mm-hmm. say in the email our industry professionals have asked to remain private by default. Yeah because they don't want to receive unsolicited material as in they don't want me to send them pictures of my. But you know what? Which I'll do. Um, which I I will instantly do. Yeah. Mm. Any any Hollywood connection, get a picture of the rump. Yep. Mm. Uh, we also have uh, interest from a D period Washington. So that's pretty cool. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. yeah. George yeah. Washington. D George Washington. D George Washington. D. So, yeah, it's a big deal. And um, if you're listening to this, I mean, really should tell your friends to get on this because this might um, be ending soon. And you want to be there when we then pivot to something else and you want to follow us. So you want to get there. So follow Pod Chef Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Reeves right now is time traveling. He's here, but he's not here. That's right. And... That is the sound of his time travel machine. Mm-hmm. 
Reeves that's is me here speaking to you here. from the future. Yeah, actually. and that's the ripple effect that happens when you do that. That's Reeves, right. where are you that we're talking to you from right now? So in this moment, I am on vacation in Hawaii, soaking in the sun, taking in some waves, getting sunburnt. All of the things are happening right now because through the magic of podcasting, Mm-hmm. We're able to record one ahead of a time that I actually go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And you are listening to it while yeah. I am somewhere else. Yes. Isn't that special? Do you think you'll become one of those fun people who go to Hawaii and then come back and go, we went to Hawaii? I think there's a 110% chance that will be me. Okay. That sounds like something I would be and I would do. Um, yeah. it's I've never been. My wife hasn't been either. I know, Jamal, wow. you've been. Yeah, I've been. Brian, you've been too, right? I have not. Can I tell you a, another boring story? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish you would. <laughs> when, I, when I went to Hawaii when I was, uh, was I 15, 16, when I went uh, at the beach, as I'm swimming, I look up and literally, I don't even know how it snuck up on me, but there's a huge sea turtle wow. right next to me, like eating like, uh, I guess, moss off the rocks that are right there by the coral. And mm-hmm. I was like, how did I not see this thing? I mean, it was massive. It yeah. was massive. And then you killed it, right? Because <laughs> you <laughs> they got the soft shell. Spoiler alert, shell. folks. Yeah. Um, if you want to know how I got my turtle wallet, now you know. Yeah. See, mm. get a lot of stuff out of a turtle, especially yeah. the big ones. Yeah. I work yeah. for the Foot Clan, so mm-hmm. I'm a foot freak. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. You are the leader of. I am the leader of the Foot Clan group that calls himself the Foot Clan. That are the Feet fans. Freaks. Yeah. Um, so I saw a Ninja Turtle swimming, and I said, "Cowabunga, dude!" And I rode his life away. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for some uh, sea turtles while you're there. I'm excited for that. I like sea turtles. I like snorkeling. Are you Have going you- to the Big Island, brother? No, he's not going to the Big Island, brother. He's going to the most famous island, brother. That's right. I'm going to Kauai, baby. Kauai Island, brother. Yeah. That's a good one. You're going to have a couple of uh, long board. What's the beer that's the commercial? The um, Hawaiian beer? I don't know. I've only been to Hawaii once. I don't know. But make sure you go to um, all the Jimmy Buffett spots there yeah. while you're there. Hell yeah. yeah. Please. Hell Please. yeah. Reeves. I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert when I was in high school. I got dragged by a friend of mine. Not dragged. I wanted to go. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't really a fan. His parents were going. And so we went and proceeded to watch a bunch of parents get drunk and dance around. And we rain. didn't know any of the songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did they um, do the uh, fins to the left, fins to the right thing? Hell yeah, they did that. Fuck and yeah. everyone was doing it. People were <laughs> loving it. And it got to the point where I, I would say about halfway through the concert is when other parents started getting angry at us for not like being more participant, <laughs> like participating more and being more enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Like two, you know, 15 year old boys who were like into like soul fly and Slipknot, Like, yeah. Hell yeah. Sit through Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah. I found out who Jimmy Buffett was when we uh, went to Chicago, when me, Brian and Heiser went to Chicago and we went to Margaritaville. And yes, that's sir. all that was playing. And I was like, who is this cruise director who has a mic? <laughs> and I found out that's Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good Jimmy, stuff. Jimmy. It's the worst stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Reeves, thank you for joining us via time travel. Um, mm-hmm. Don't strain yourself. I don't want any, any ripples in the um, well, timeline. Yeah, hopefully not. I'm on island time. So the likelihood Ooh. that I would like do anything that would screw up the future or anything like that is pretty, pretty low. Cause I'm yeah. just chilling out. Yeah. Corona lime mm-hmm. bliss. That's the, that's the only math you need to do on Island. Mm-hmm. Corona yeah. plus lime equals, equals bliss equals freaking bliss sand plus your toes. Yeah. Mm. Equals I'm out like a light. Yeah. Yep. Sleepy, so sleepy. Yep. Sea turtle plus snorkeling equals wallet. Death. <laughs> yeah, equals dead. <laughs> well, brother, have a good time. Make sure you yeah, don't. Uh, make sure you don't stick out like a howly too bad. I don't want you to be a howly. Get beat up for being a howly. Yeah, brother. Um, just let them know that you're a howly. You know, just say apologize <laughs> I don't know what that for being means. a howly. <laughs> 
I think it's when you're like, it's what locals call tourists. Okay. Yeah. Well, that will be what I am. But I do like to um, not look as touristy as possible. So I will be wearing all my Hawaiian shirts. Okay. Yeah, really and fit I'll in. Walk around with my telescope, <laughs> which is also a camera. Be Nicolata in the hand at all times. <laughs> yeah. Like the locals do. Mm-hmm. So, Reeves, here's my question. Uh, were you able to uh, check your uh, mail before you time travel? Did Tom send you anything? You better fucking believe I did. Wow. To all the haters out there who thought that maybe they wouldn't be getting a script because maybe it was a short turnaround time for Tom. (laughs) In your fucking face. In your fucking face. He did it. And yeah, maybe maybe this one isn't as good as any of the other ones. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah, short turnaround. First draft, but short yeah. turnaround, and he's working hard on other things too. He's freaking Tom. So, I did receive an email from Tom. Yeah, brother. Another script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he responded. As you remember last week, I asked him kind of like, you know, what do you think of the feedback we've been giving you? Do you have any questions? Didn't respond to that, and so he finally got back. It's attached with the script, and he said. It just says what with a question mark. So I feel like maybe he didn't know that we were going to give him some kind of feedback or criticisms or anything like that. And also maybe he's not paying attention to that. Oh, that sucks. It does. I still think we should do it because I feel like this could use a little bit of, you know, it's just a first draft. It's not going to be perfect first go around. So. Yeah, and you can't let someone – someone who's the – there has to be checks and balances here. When you let someone, like, write a script with no no one else weighing in, you end up with something like Tenet, mm-hmm. which I didn't see, but – Oh, you should watch it. But I heard it's bad, and I listened to people's opinions on things, and they said it's bad. You know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And liking a movie is also in the eye of the beholder because Brian also liked Brian liked Hobbs and Shaw, but he didn't like Tenet. So I didn't see Tenet, but I did like Hobbs and Shaw. So take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other side of that is too many people involved. You got too many hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. And then you end up with, you know, Gossip Girl show like that Mm -hmm. where it Mm -hmm. just like reeks Mm -hmm. of there's too many ideas here there's too many people that are trying to like it's pulling and tugging in different directions which can Mm -hmm. be a good thing but not always not always yeah yeah if you're playing tug of war it's great Mm -hmm. pulling and tugging is what you want especially like uh let the other person fall down in the mud they get all muddy Mm -hmm. very that's very funny You let them win, but they fell down. So who really wins? I remember when I was in elementary school, there was a tug of war on our field day and it was between two classes. And there was a point where all the kids rushed in to go onto one side against the teachers. Because it was supposed to be just one class against the teachers and all the kids ran in to grab the rope like we're going to beat them. And then our principal got on the microphone and talked to us about safety and how unsafe it was that we did that. <laughs> what a nerd. Yeah, what a freaking nerd. <laughs> Doesn't get punk rock. All right, let's get into this script. <laughs> All right. It starts on page 198. Wow, this is a long script. Yeah. Well, the last one I think was on 200 and something like that. So this we got a lot of different. And this is just like one page or something like that. There's a lot of pages. So this might go on for a while. Okay. Page 198. We open in a dark, abandoned Top Chef set kitchen. It's dusty, old, and has been vacant for years. The Top Chef sign in the background is only hanging on by one string. Tom slowly enters with his helmet on rats scurry across the room and disappear into the darkness he looks around kitchen it's not clean it's gross and that's i got like a c like a c rating or something probably an f there's rats living there yeah Mm, the rats are everywhere they they, they're kind of lenient (laughs) could be a ratatouille situation 
Um, in which case, you want the rats there. Yes, because they cook. Really well, just well. one that can cook. You don't want all of them. That's true. I think at the end of the movie, they all his family comes and helps out. They do after they get in the dishwasher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so there's a good summary of Ratatouille. Um, he looks around and takes it all in. He walks over to one of the counters and slowly runs his hand across it as he walks. He looks at his fingers and they're covered in dust. We see a slight glimmer in his eyes. But he isn't crying. <laughs> Voice from behind him. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to point that out. Voice in the back. Look who finally decided to show up. Tom, traffic was a nightmare. Tom turns around. The voice. That never slowed you down before. We see a shape in the darkness slowly moving into the light towards Tom. Anthony Bourdain. It's Carla Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Carla, never thought I'd see you again. Tom, never thought I'd be here again. Carla smiles. Carla, well, come along now. Won't be long before they find us. Carla walks Tom over to the Top Chef pantry. All the shelves are empty and the refrigerator doors are hanging open. She rolls one of the barrels out of the way to reveal a hole in the ground with a rope that goes down. She crouches down into the hole and starts climbing down the rope. Tom follows. The next shot reveals them climbing down into a massive underground cave. Carla reaches the bottom and Tom jumps off the rope into a backflip and lands softly on the ground. He crouches down and looks up as the camera zooms in on his very handsome face. (laughs) The camera pans around to show what Tom is looking at. It reveals a massive metallic shelving that goes sky high. It is full of ingredients and kitchen utensils in prime condition. The camera stops on Carla. Carla, smiling. Your time starts now. (laughs) Oh, God. Him a quick fire. (laughs) Tom runs around looking for ingredients and cookware. He flies through the pantry at top gear speed. Nice. Yeah, pop gear. Uh, He picks up up a Euro peeler, shiitake mushrooms, knives, green onions, etc. Hold on. Go ahead. Can we say right here, because you say top gear speed, after he picks up the Euro peeler, can he do like a Jeremy Clarkson and say, it's the best Euro peeler in the world? Yes. that And that works. And maybe he could look to camera and do it. Yeah. He's like, this is the best Euro peeler in the world. Yeah. And I mean, he, he doesn't have this written here, but I think it's pretty much him listing all these things. It's kind of like he wants the brand and everything to nice. be very clear. Good. So it's like they have to pay to be on it and that kind of stuff. This movie's paying for itself, kind of. I think that's the whole point. Is he wants yeah. he wants it to kind of pay for itself because he doesn't want to have to get in any other you know hands in his pot. Yeah. Yep. Now, okay. Tom stops and picks up an ostrich egg. He examines it with pleasure. <laughs> Tom, I know just what to do with this. Tom eats the egg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to make the perfect omelet. I thought he was going to prove his cooking prowess. It feels that way, right? (laughs) He just eats the raw. It's a little weird. It's it's almost as if Tom read through this scene again and thought, there's not a lot of jokes in this. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Eh, this is kind of funny, I guess. And put it in there. This is cheap. This is a cheap laugh. (laughs) This is is a laugh. There's not a lot of other laughs in here, so let's just do this. So yeah, he eats it, and I whether it's I'm guessing he breaks it and eats it. Um, I'd assume so. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought I did like a snake. Oh, and just like swallows the whole thing. Yeah, he unhinges his jaw. Yeah, and takes the whole thing in, puts the whole thing down. Yeah, the shell might be good for you too. Who knows? Fiber. Fiber. Okay, we hear loud rumblings above. Is it calcium? I don't know. Are eggs made out of the same thing that your fingernails and hair are made out of? I don't know. I think our fans are going to have to write in and explain that to yeah. us. And I feel like probably the Foot Clan knows a lot about that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, we do know a lot about that, but we don't know about ostrich eggs. Even though ostriches do have big feet. Mm-hmm. 
They're very big it. talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big old talents down there. <laughs> okay. We hear loud rumblings above. Carla, they are here. Tom, grab. Wait. Tom. Oh, I didn't finish this part. Tom didn't finish this part. <laughs> Tom runs to the edge of the dock and jumps onto a jet ski. He looks back at Carla. Carla, grabbing one of the small blowtorches and a potato cannon. I'll hold them off as long as I can. Tom, Carla, I I don't know how to. We hear an explosion near the ceiling entranceway. Carla, she screams, go. She points the potato cannon at the ceiling. Tom, my helmet. Carla, Tom, do you really need that? Tom, yes. <laughs> she throws it to him. He catches it and puts it on and guns it out of the cave. And that's the scene. What kind of helmet is he wearing? I think it's the helmet that he had this past season. The BMW? Mm -hmm. Okay. The BMW. But it could be something new. Maybe he's upgraded it in some way. Maybe that's what he calls just like the beanie he was wearing in Portland, too. He calls that a helmet. Mm -hmm. I want him to be wearing the helmet that Russell Crowe wears in The Gladiator. I... Mm-hmm. That's a cool helmet. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too far off topic without talking about this latest scene that Tom wrote. But have you guys watched Unhinged yet? Mm-hmm. I have not. I don't think so. It's the it's the new Russell Crowe movie where he's like a big fat redneck who goes on a killing spree. I have not. <laughs> I definitely that. haven't. Definitely. It's not. on I Amazon Prime. I would have remembered watching this horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh. It's a horror movie for black people. It's a lot of fun. Well, he chases. He only kills white people, and and he kills a lot yeah, of cops. That's how they start. Mm-hmm. Kills 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 a lot of cops. It, I don't know why they this movie was made. Like it, I know why. He's a character who's like fired from a plant, who then goes mm-hmm. and kills like his wife and her new husband, mm-hmm. and then like goes after a woman for being mad at him for honking at him too loud. It's all mm-hmm. this like man who's like it's just like. Who needs to hear that story? Like it's just like you know what's movie fun. This what happens when uh, what happens in America all the time. Is he one of those people that has like backed himself into a corner in Hollywood where people don't want to put him in the movies anymore? I think he's. I, yeah, let's I don't talk know. about this. Let's talk about this on this podcast. He's. <laughs> I think people like him because he's like gained weight. He's like he's he's not aging as gracefully as like Hollywood people usually do. Mm. He's kind of like mm. just like a fat older guy now. Mm. Um, and that's Brian saying that, not, not me or Reeves, just so Russell Crowe's people who are listening. Yeah. No, I don't think he doesn't know. I don't well, think he'd be like, I don't he, think might, he'd be like, he might not know that. What are you talking away. about? Yeah. I'm not so, fat. Yeah. I'm the freaking gladiator. I'm freaking gladiator. I hate yeah. you, Brian. I'm going to put Jamal and Reeves in gladiator four. Oh my God. I'd love that. I don't get a part. Cause I said, if that. I could get myself cut in half, like that scene, with the chariot where he just comes by and cuts someone in oh, half. Yeah. I would love to be in that movie if it means that I'm killed quickly. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty cool. to be, Or like to be in a horror movie where you're killed very quickly or something like that. Yeah. That'd be pretty Brian, cool. I heard some scratches. Is someone or something unhinged in your <laughs> yeah. bedroom? Could you hear that? Yes. It was Ripley pushing the door open. <laughs> oh, it was Ripley, the yeah. dog that you don't like as much as Everett. No, I love Ripley. She's no. a good girl. She ate poop on the walk this morning. Do you have a Do you have a tattoo, of Ripley? <laughs> don't do that. I don't. Ah, well. you have a tattoo of Everett, right? Mm-hmm. I'm good. We're glad we're talking about that again. Me too. Get that out there. For so everybody. the scene that Tom wrote just now, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that it's the Cuisinart bots that are coming after them, or some, or the, or the. Um... There's the the Imperial Padma bots from That's the last right. one. Could that's, be them. That's later in the later movie. on in the because that's yeah. page two hundred and like ninety something. Okay, and that's setting up for the sequel. Obviously, I'm glad yes. Carla's there. Yes, me too. It's good to see that Jamal's wife got work. Mm-hmm. So I've known about her part in this. I just uh, obviously I signed an NDA. Oh, and so is that why you said the wrong person just to throw me yeah, off? Yeah, I was scent? trying to throw you guys off. I knew it was Carl. I was like, oh, this is my wife's scene. She won't stop talking about it. Um, but I have have had to sign an NDA, so I can't talk about anything more than the script part that we talked about. I can't tell you if she lives or dies. So. Okay. She, she dies. Okay. Um, 
What you don't know is that she's in that photo in the beginning. Oh, no. <laughs> she's in the photo of the bald people. Yes. In the beginning in Tom's apartment. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. original bald person was in this episode we watched today. What do they do? I thought he was like gone from the Top Chef world. Like they brought him no. back. Oh, what? We're now black people aren't worth redemption. No, because he like forgiveness is one of the most powerful yeah. things you can do. Forgiveness is one right? of the most powerful things you can do. They practice. literally only asked him about the shaving incident, and That's that was true. it. He said yeah. nothing else the entire, or they showed him saying nothing else the entire what episode. What else is there to say? He also was accused of being too good looking to be on the show. Yeah. That was another thing. That was oh about it. Oh my gosh. When Tom says who he thinks was on the show for their looks alone, <laughs> there's no way he should have been allowed to have said that. No. The producer should have cut that. Hey, Brian, be quiet. We're, we're going to get to that later. Um, let's move on to a segment called Chefs I Prepared for You. Um, looking forward to uh, Tom sending me, I think, a copy of the script next week. Uh, Chefs I Prepared for You. Uh, this is a segment we always do. We talk about the food that we made last night and only last night. And we present it as if we were presenting it to the judges on Top Chef. I will go first. Chefs, I prepared for you oven roasted chicken breast, sauteed garlic and kale, and whipped sweet potatoes. And I must say, this was a particular great batch of sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Now, when you whip your sweet potatoes... <sighs> Whip it. Yeah. How do you just use the old fork and a little bit of elbow grease, or do you have no, another? I'm pulling out the I'm pulling out the old Cuisinart double whip uh, little uh, machine. Nice. And I really, really get it fluffy. Hell yeah. Is there any concern that you might turn into a sweet potato? Okay, you're starting to sound like my doctor. Okay. I was going to uh, ask if your doctor has looked at this. Did say I'm um, sprouting. Okay. And I was like, what does that mean? And he said, well, you have leaves, like what looks like leaves growing out of your elbows. Mm. And I said, do you think this has anything to do with the fact that I eat sweet potatoes almost every day? And he said, okay, yes. Um, we did a biopsy. And this is a plant that shares DNA with a sweet potato. So that's what I was going to ask you. Are you eating sweet potatoes every day? And I said, yes. And he said, well, you've heard the saying, you are what you eat, right? And I said, yeah, but that's just, that's an urban legend like Candyman. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, one, don't say that name four more times in my doctor's office. Yeah. Is it five times? Yeah, it's five times. And he said, don't say that four more times in my doctor's office. And two, you might want to take Take it off easy on the sweet potatoes. You're turning into one. Mm-hmm. I like how he pretended like he knew what he was going to say, but you had to bring up the sweet potato thing. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, well, he was in the middle of asking me um, if I'm eating a lot of ass because I'm also an asshole. I was going to think that it was like maybe he got <laughs> – he got real thrown off by the whole Candyman thing, and he just like that's that twice. really fucked him up. Yeah, I know that's twice. And what is it? How many times can you say Beetlejuice's <laughs> name, guys? Don't play around with this. Beetlejuice okay. is three times, and okay, that's well, that's two, two times for that. So no yeah, one. I, I just want you guys to stop playing around with this. This is yeah. not funny. Yeah, this is actually turning off a lot of our black listeners. Mm-hmm. So don't play this game. Well, this then let's turn off the white listeners and say Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that from? You don't even know what Bloody Mary is? Isn't that You much? literally is just it... said, let's turn off the white listeners. So no, I don't know what the fuck Bloody I Mary means. I think it was like that racially divided between... What is Bloody Mary? Okay, you've said it so many times now. Yeah. You go into the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you close the lights off and you say Bloody Mary three times and she shows up. Who's she? Dead girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's your guy's candy man. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Let's not. We're at three. Sorry, let's not have a say, mouthful of bees. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk of. Actually, he would actually. Oh, you that three. You said it, that's three times now. Yeah, I know. Let's not talk about it anymore, um, because you know he would actually be helpful because there's a bee problem, so people could use his bees. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you guys that there's been a wasp in my house? Three times in the last two days. Three times. It must be. It must. We must have them in the attic, right? There's probably some in the attic, right? There's probably a um a uh, 
little nest somewhere. You need to get rid of that. Cause it but how are they getting into the house? Dude, like if they're I, in the wall, how are they getting from the wall dude, into there, the house? There are wasp nests on YouTube. I watch this shit. There are wasp nests that they will build inside in between your walls. All it takes is a crack to get outside to be in your foundation and they'll come in. I had a wasp nest in my uh, old apartment, my, my very first apartment. I came home and I was like, what is that buzzing sound? They were huge wasps. Vibrator. And and (laughs) You left it on. (laughs) And after I turned off my vibrator, I looked in the upper right-hand corner of my window and I said, there's no way my vibrator's up there. What's buzzing up there? And it was a a second vibrator that sticks to the window. Mm. Yeah. And then when I... (laughs) (laughs) And then when I looked to the left, then I saw the wasp nest and I said... Holy shit. And I realized my window in my apartment had been cracked a little bit at the top instead of the well, bottom. The, I've I've been checking the tops and they're all they're all closed. And those wasps said, Oh, this is a nice, cool, breezy spot to build a nest. And I had to destroy it. And inside were three delicious honey. That- Mm-hmm, the honey that they make. <laughs> Jamal's laughing because he's like, I've watched a million YouTube videos on wasps. I know they don't make honey. You go into my YouTube homepage, it's like, would you like to continue watching that wasp video? It, it just says it just says monster wasp infestation. The algorithm's like wasp video, right? Yeah. yeah. Suggested viewing all wasp videos. Most recent. Wasp video. <laughs> All your subscribed channels are just wasp videos. Wasp extermination video. Hey guys, what's up? It's Terrell here. We're going to um, open up another um, wasp nest. Here Let's we see go. see what we got in here this one. Okay. Look at all this honey. the hand to the camera thing. And the- <laughs> yeah. right, we're here now with the wasp. They, yep. And I'm going to eat all the honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, maybe you should check your house, man. I can't look inside the walls. Sure you can. You can Not put your ear to it and see if you Superman. can hear any buzzing. See if you hear any buzzing. The dildos are in the drawer. <laughs> okay, well, turn them off. Take the batteries out so you know it's not them. Okay. And then see if you uh, see any wasps. Check the walls. You think it's the same? All right, I'll look. I have I have caught the wasp three times and released him outside, not no, smooshed no. him. Catch and, that's, release. and that's good. And PETA thanks you. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to like have him tell all his friends that they're going to kill me you know yeah and that will happen i know i'm they'll scared smell the, they'll smell the scent of you of a dead wasp and go into fight mode so anyways that's what i had for dinner i was gonna say i don't want to continue the wasp talk but <laughs> is you there eat honey for dinner <laughs> i didn't have honey for dinner i was curious if maybe it's the same wasp that keeps getting back that's what i thought too i'll ask you him. keep putting it out and that wasp like Fuck's this guy's problem? I live here. <laughs> yeah, I came yeah. before you. I've been here a long time. You live in my his fa- house. His family hasn't seen him in a week. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to my family in the attic. Okay. Chefs, I prepared for you plantains with jammy tomatoes and eggs. That's what I oh, had. Jammy tomatoes. You know immediately the question I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. What kind of eggs? What style? What style of eggs? It's uh, it's just like a um, mm, I, I'm trying to think because you technically you just break it. So th- this is basically like chilaquiles, just without the toast, the like chips, tostadas mm-hmm. in it. Um, and instead you have plantains. And so like after you're done cooking it and making like the tomatoes all jammy, you make like little holes and you break an egg and put it in there. But then you cover it. And I think I covered it for too long because they. I think they're supposed to be more runny and not mm-hmm. like glazed over. Mm. So just like a hard-boiled egg really is what it's supposed to be. Um, but this one, uh, I, it got too hot. got too hot. Also kind of sounds like shakshuka. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It is kind of like that. Isn't sounds cooking good. so interesting how things can <laughs> just – similar things can be at different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. 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 Also, it could be fool. Is it sort of like fool? Also, the Ethiopian egg dish? Maybe not. All right. So, Reeves, that's what you had. Yep. Uh, Brian, tell us what you ordered. Nope. We cooked. Uh, yeah. Chefs, last night we prepared for you. Je suis cook. Famous sweet potato quinoa chili. We do it. We do it right over here. We do it in the instant pot. 
sweet potatoes, red peppers, garlic, onion, your spices, your quinoa, your vegetable stock. You cook it up, and it's it's always good. Beans, kidney. So you'll say that there's no beans in chili? Oh, I don't fuck them people. Yeah, you gotta put some beans, kidney beans, and chili. I think it's Texas. Texas is like if there ain't if chili chili ain't got there's some sort of saying they say. Chili ain't got no beans. Some it's something like that. <sighs> chili ain't got no beans. It's, the it's catchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what we say down here in Texas? Chili ain't got no beans. Yeah. That's interesting. It's it always has beans when I have it. That's part of it. Otherwise, you're just eating like meat and sauce. I think that's what they like, and they put it on stuff. Oh, uh, like on a hot dog? You put it on a hot dog. Put it mm. on tots. Yeah, on hot dog. Yeah. In between in, two buns, sloppy joes. In, in since, oh, well, sort of. <laughs> and in, in, in Ohio, they put it on spaghetti. Yes. This is always fun. Like a meat sauce? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because um, in, Ho- in Hawaii they eat a lot of spam over there. Hell yeah, I'm excited. That's why Jamal eats used to eat spam because he went to Hawaii once. And yeah, that's came the back reason. Saying, Hawaii, <sighs> brother. Yeah, I I went to Hawaii and I came back and was like, I went to Hawaii, brother, and I eat the spam sandwiches. What are you making Jamaican every time? <laughs> Give me the spam and eggs, yeah. Can we talk about this bad episode now? <laughs> well, first I have a question. How come we haven't, as a group, done a virtual watch party yet during this pandemic? What do you want to watch? Anything, Brian. With you, anything. When the pandemic first started, I did one of those kind of things with somebody. Who'd you do it with? Uh, our mutual friend, JSD. Mm-hmm. And we watched... Um, I think we watched Mission Impossible, nice. the one, um, maybe the fifth one. So Fallout, maybe the one with like the Jack, the, the one with Superman in it. Yeah, that's. I think that's Fallout. Superman yeah. is in a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, you got to keep up. Okay, you really yeah. do. We can just leave uh, that on the table. Yeah, yeah and it was an a... okay experience. I don't, yeah. I don't really need to do that. That's why I haven't done it because I didn't particularly enjoy it. Okay. Well, uh, why, why don't we? I don't have a segue, so let's just go to break and we'll come back and watch what happens special. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome to season three, episode seven of the show Top Chef. This is season four, episode seven of the podcast. And this episode is called Watch What Happens Special. <sighs> It's different in that we're doing a watch party. They're like watching clips. And if you are confused at what I'm talking about, listen to them talk about it. Welcome to a Watch What Happens Top Chef Extravaganza. Tonight, three seasons of chefs reunite, plus never-before-seen footage and answers to the questions you asked. We didn't ask any questions. No, we have all the answers already. Yeah, Yeah. Tom told us all the answers. We don't... (laughs) We don't have any questions, so that's weird. Uh, let's talk about who's on this little watch party, shall we? From season one. <clears throat> Leanne, Dave, and Harold. Um, uh, uh, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Friend of the pod, Harold. Friend. Friend, super friend of the pod, Harold Dieterly. Winner. Fourth season. amigo, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. Seriously, fourth amigo. If he was here, he'd be third chair, and Brian would move over. I'll give it to um, him. You absolutely would. I might give him my hosting gig. Um, season two has Alon, Boo, Mike, Yay, um, and uh, Sam, uh, which I wrote as same for some reason. You did write same. Um, <laughs> here's my question. <laughs> here's my question. Why is Alon wearing a tux? So is Mike. Um, and I don't know. I think they said it was like a bit because I think they call it out. And then they mm-hmm. like stand up and do a weird thing, but like they don't ever justify it. I think it was just for them. They were just like, "Wouldn't it be funny if we wore a tux?" Yeah. yeah. And the answer is no. It wasn't funny. It was no, no, it didn't really work for me. Yeah. 
And so for season three, our current season, we have all the people we really want to talk to. Leah, Sandy, Micah, Camille, and Clay. Mm-hmm. And Clay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So <laughs> that's what we have <laughs> season three. And we don't care about any of these people because they weren't on the show long enough to even get to know them. Um, Leah is the one who maybe has the most personality of all the people who are here from season three. But yeah, we need hung. We need hung here. You need hung. Um, yeah, they try and present it like Leah, and maybe I don't know when this was airing live. It was like a thing, but like that she was someone that people thought was going to go far. Maybe just because she mm-hmm. won one of the challenges. But I was like, she yeah. was barely in the show until yeah. the last two episodes, and then she got her ass kicked off. The episode she left was the episode right after she actually won an elimination. Mm-hmm. So, really took her fall. Um, this episode is full of clippable moments. I feel like there's a lot of sound bits and clips they cut to that we could have put in this and it could have just been us replaying the entire episode, but we're trying to bring you the best of the best. Um, yeah, it's like they're, they're doing a freaking clip show in the middle of the season. That's also a reunion for everyone yeah. that's been of on the show. Seasons. Yeah. Of other does, seasons. The premise makes yeah. no sense. And yeah. it, it really doesn't. Yeah. I, this, this season in general, because it started with like the, it had the all stars in the first episode, and now it has this going on. What is happening? It's very yeah. They're all stuff. over the place. They're mm-hmm. all over the place. This should have been done at the end of the season, and you just bring in the all stars from season three, yeah, so that the, all three seasons have the all stars there. Um, <clears throat> right out the gate, Padma walks us through her uh, incredible bulk and shred routine that she does to stay in shape for Top Chef. Let's listen. More than I do. I have to. I mean, I have a big appetite. Any minute I have, even if it's just 20 minutes or half an hour, I try and I go on the treadmill or I skip rope. <laughs> if you look at this at season two, I actually gain weight, and then about the middle of the season is when I'm at my heaviest, <laughs> and then I taper off. I will say. So that's a good bulk shred routine, I feel like. You're mm-hmm. going to make weight for the competition. Um you're, she didn't say anything about using like illegal uh, enhancements. So no. it's like, it's, it's good, healthy. She's using time wisely. She's got 20 minutes. There's a treadmill. I'll jump on it. Like, uh, I like her routine. It's and, good. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad that you brought up the whole enhancement thing. Cause there was that one season where it was <clears> like, <throat> she was there for the first two episodes and then she was gone for 12 weeks. And it's because yeah. they did a test and she got popped because yeah. she was using performance enhancement drugs. Yeah. She was getting too big. Um, and then there was a season where she came back and she was too small. And I think the producers like pulled her aside and they're like, Hey, why don't you take, you know, 12, six, 12 weeks off, get yourself in a good place. You know, if you need some contacts of people to get you there, we can help you. Then you come back, you'll be in, you know, the size that we're looking for, that kind of thing. So I yeah. think it's good that right now she's not, she's not using any of that kind of stuff because you don't need it. You don't just, need it. Yeah. I'm just glad that we, um, that they talked about what we wanted to talk about, which is Padma's body and the way she looks. Yeah. I'm glad that they did it early on. They come back and do it later. I'm really mm-hmm. glad that this is the content that I came for in a reunion of a cooking show. Yeah. Is one of the hosts looks and her body. Yep. That's what I'm here for. Um, they also talk about uh, Micah and her anti-Americanism. When Remember her clip when she was like, uh, I know you Americans like your ketchup. <laughs> that got brought back and the fans wrote in and said, what the hell is your problem? Well, no, she covered for herself because she told us that she's a, she's she's an African American, and now we're not allowed to make fun of her. Big laugh, huge, huge, huge laugh. It got it got yeah. yeah, tore the house down. Uh, I also love how they questioned if she was even South African. They were like, "Did you mm-hmm. grow up yeah. in like Minnesota?" That was, was really like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "I'm both." Yeah, they said that you know people on the forums found yearbook pictures of her eating ketchup. <laughs> that meant that she had actually had ketchup. Yep. I don't know what they were trying to prove that she was lying about being yeah. South African. She's clearly not. So but, it I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Like maybe she didn't know what she what it entailed at the time. Like when she was crowned Miss Ketchup when she was 16 years old, mm-hmm. she didn't know the like horrible background of the Miss Ketchup pageant. The like dark racist you know background of the miss ketchup contest she didn't know it yeah so don't cancel her now for what she, she was 16 she yeah. didn't know 
Don't go back in time and try and cancel her retroactively. And that's Alex. Do people get that I'm doing the Ellie Camper thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going across to people who are fans of Ellie. All right. Um, So we'll move on. Uh, There's a montage of um, Tom Colicchio picking apart foods on his plate like a surgeon. Remember seeing that? He's like pulling foods apart. Yeah. He's like delicately like trying to see all the layers of what's in in a meal. Um, and we find out also in a montage of clips that Tom is obsessed with there being finger pointing amongst the cast members. So he's the one stirring up the drama behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. He, he's the one getting them riled up and angry at each other. Yeah. And now I'm wondering if he planted the seed because they showed footage that's never been seen before. And he does walk up to Sam and go, that Marcel, he's like a bug, huh? Run with it. <laughs> and he walks away. So you need a little hint? Kind of like yeah. a bug. You can take that. That's for free. You can just take that and run with that if you want to. <laughs> yeah. So there. How did we not see that he says the whole pointing fingers thing a lot? I feel like we're pretty good at catching those kinds of things. I guess he does well, say it a lot. Yeah. Well, he's a good writer. This is true. So, so maybe he like spaces it out enough so it's like just when you forget about it, he brings it back up and it's like in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you're not even counting anymore. He says it so often you don't even count anymore. Right. Yeah. Unlike SmackDown, which they say three times again yeah. on this show. Clearly, Marcel wrote in a question about them being the SmackDown. <laughs> and then Harold said SmackDown. And then someone uh-huh. else said SmackDown afterwards. And I was like, when did people say SmackDown that much? Is it Well, back then they were. Um, sister channel to uh, UPN. Oh yeah, and so they had to promote WWE's SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably what it was. You guys watch Young Rock? I haven't. Yeah, I have not. I have not. It's all the first episode. You like it? No, not really. Okay, good Good story. So we're ten minutes into the show, and Harold hasn't said a word. That's it. Yeah, we're ten minutes into the, <laughs> ten minutes into the show, and Harold has not said a word. Ten minutes on TV is a long time, um, but someone else is is lying on the show, and this is Tom lying about his power that he has on the show. That aside, that's the way the show works. That's what we're told to do. We don't we don't make the rules up here. We just judge. And that's what we don't make the rules up here. We just judge. Yeah, I'm gonna call that's a huge cap. Yeah, that's a huge cap. I'm putting on a baseball cap right now. Um, Producer Tom, I think you do make the rules, actually. Yeah, you're literally called head judge. So I'm pretty sure, and you have uh, director's cut on all the edits. So Mm. pretty sure you do. You do make the rules. You don't just judge. I'm sorry, but the show is named after you. Yeah, it's literally called TC because you're like, I want it to have my initials. Mm, but I don't make the rules. Okay, Tom. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't make. The, I, I just follow the rules. That's what cops say. I don't yeah. make the rules. I just follow them. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Um, I want to say, as soon as I was watching this and I mentioned that Harold has not been talking, they've come back from a commercial and it's all about Harold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and giving us an inside commercial for Perilla at the time. You know, I just think good for him. You know? it, is, it is fun to watch this in 2021 when he's like, gonna be here a long time (laughs) no yeah and then after they do the montage tom pays harold our friend of the podcast super friend the ultimate compliment he says harold's a chef's chef Mm -hmm. and you guys already know because you can see i love this because on this podcast i've been called a comics comic yes which is the highest compliment the you highest could ever compliment. get mm-hmm. from yep. from a comic, <clears throat> from a chef to be like, hey, the only yeah. people that would eat at this shithole are other chefs. <laughs> yep. Other normal people, which is the majority of people in the world, aren't going to like this food. They're going to hate it. But other chefs, yeah. they're going to get your shit. Okay. And they're going to say that's actually <laughs> very, very funny. And he's. He's a little bit ahead of his time. Yeah. He actually is the best version of a chef for other chefs to eat their food. Mm-hmm. You might not get it because it's like going over your head, but we get it because we're chefs. Yeah. Yeah. And similarly to how Jamal is a comics comic, I've been called a man's man. Mm-hmm. Uh, type of man that only men like. Um, Preach, and it's, you know, 
super compliment, you know? Yep. Women can't stand me. Yep. Men love me. Mm-hmm. And Reeves, Reeves has often <laughs> said, haters gonna hate. Yeah. Haters gonna hate. The haters are always trying to hate on me. It's mm-hmm. all they know. But I keep on powering through. Um, so they are all laughing and joking with Harold. And, you know, he's got a restaurant. He's he's the season one winner. He's popping. You know, Leanne is like joking with him. Uh, and then she says something like this. <laughs> we have a question from Camille in Canton, Michigan. Is Harold dating Leanne? That's such an old question. Like, that's ridiculous. No. <laughs> And then here comes the, yeah, here comes the suspenseful music. Hey, Leanne, why is that such a ridiculous question? My name's Harold Dearly. Uh, you might have heard me, heard of me. I won season one of Top Chef. You know, you might recognize me. So if we were dating, not that ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, I'm a little brother to you. Okay. I feel like the music would have been better if it wasn't you guys doing it. I feel like the music would have been better if it wasn't. Yeah, I think the problem with that bit is me and Reeves. Yeah. I think it was me and (laughs) Reeves. That's what I think it is. That's what I think it is. It would have been, yeah, I think it works. It works if if I had the music. music. If I had the proper music, it Uh works. Mm. I had a whole thing set up. Uh huh. Yeah. So we can cut that. I liked it. I think you 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 went for it. Sometimes things all you know technical difficulties. Sometimes work. Look, we got to see the audition videos of the chefs. Oh. It's interesting. You know, I like the audition videos that they had. I didn't even know they had to do that. Um, I'm hoping, and Brian Johnny. I'm hoping one day we release our. Great time. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Brian is hating this episode. He's hating. <laughs> He's literally yawning during this record. (laughs) During this episode. Hey, if we're putting you to sleep, go find the wasp, okay? (laughs) We gotta make a call to him. He'll sting your ass, wake you up. (laughs) It's not you. No, yeah, it's not me. He's yawning right after I did my great bit. And he says, it's not me. Yeah. No, forget it. I don't want to see Brian's audition (laughs) tape. I just want to see me and Reeves. We're, We're holding down the podcast. Some of us are trying. Um, <laughs> I do like the audition tapes a lot. There's a lot of yeah. funny things. The one you see, we see our friend Mikey again. He's like, mm-hmm. he's in like that, like a residential, like a house, like a living room, and is like blowing fire, like mm-hmm. from like a blowtorch, like in the middle of like someone's table. Looks safe. Yeah, no context for that. That's just was on his audition video. Um, we see Dave in his backyard near a hammock. And he's ranting about how his hobby is his job and his job is his hobby mm-hmm. in like classic Dave style. That's also fun. Um, and also Harold is wearing long jeans and flip flops. Which is the only clip they show of him is him going, I like to sharpen my knives. Yep. <laughs> yeah. CG regales us of a story of how he likes to pull out his fake testicle and bash it with a bottle in front of people. Mm-hmm. This yeah. episode was like way hornier than it needed to be for just being like a reunion. They kept being like a lot of like horny stuff. Yeah. A lot of it was like weird and like stuff that you wouldn't put on TV today currently. Yeah. Um, I think it probably – I'm guessing that Andy Cohen brings it out in them. I guess when, when you're around Andy, you're just going to – you know, people yeah. have a couple glasses of wine. Well, Let's I get loose. This is an example of something that shouldn't be on TV. In Fort Lauderdale, what was the worst part of living together with other chefs? Dave? Oh, living with Ken. I'm living with Ken and Steven, and that was great. I knew I was on a reality show when those were my two roommates. <laughs> and I heard Ken had actual, like, hard time sleeping. He had night terrors where basically. He would go crazy and jump off the bed and fall down on the floor, and we had to get the doctor. It was it was bad. You have to give up. Your- so I mean that sounds funny. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the way they terrible. present it is very funny. <laughs> that it's like a funny thing that happens. Yeah, I heard he uh has trouble sleeping. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Terrors. He's actually he's bothered by something that happened in his past. Some traumatic thing happened in his past. <laughs> he's not able to sleep, and he wakes up screaming about it. And yeah. uh. Sleeps horribly, fell out of the bed and hurt himself. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. 
What a fool. They're like, let's cut in clips of him screaming as he's sharpening his knives over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, since Brian's fallen asleep, let's just wrap this up real quick. (laughs) Tom confirms you're not allowed to sneak away on the show and have sex. We finally he didn't get say the, have sex. I think he said screw. He said sneak away and screw. Um, we finally get the Padma fashion montage we were all asking for. Um, Padma called Gail more of a slut than her. Okay. Um, Padma scars talked about. Uh, Ted mentions that Tom is a member of the bear community or a fan of the of the bear community. Um, he says that the bear community is a fan of him, and yes. he kind of awkwardly yeah. changes the subject. Like yeah. he like can't deal with that. He's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I mean, as long as it comes to my wife and my kids, <laughs> I'm I have a wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not. This is a very like sensationalized. It like. 2000s reunion reality show thing where it's just like all sexual quote unquote taboo things at the time or whatever and everyone being uncomfortable and dealing with them poorly so no one really looks great in this and Harold can't believe that Micah didn't watch any of the seasons of Top Chef before she went on it because Harold's like I would have never done that I would have known what I'm walking into yeah um, so that's it for that, and now we're wrapping up because again, Brian's sleepy. So we're gonna do the closing bit, which is... we didn't talk about the. <clears throat> I just want to talk about the like. The You're calm. yawning. I didn't know you wanted to talk about anything. Yeah, yawning over here. I'm sleepy. Fucking yawning over here. Um, Tom said that Candace was on the show because of her looks. Oh god. And um, who let him say it? like the. That should have been like stopped immediately. I do really appreciate that Sandy stood up for um for what's her name from this current Casey. Season. Casey. Okay. She was like the producers are trying to make her seem like this is her person, but she's a great chef. And uh it was just so weird that this was how they were trying to, they were trying to be like, Oh yeah, right, a little sexy in the top chef kitchen, and everyone's just like, No. Yeah, we're all chefs. Yeah, they, they someone submitted a question which was like, hey, you know, do you just put certain chefs on because they're attractive? And they named like Sam and Camille and I think someone else. Um, yeah, maybe it was Candace or whatever. But it's like, yeah, it's just kind of ridiculous. Just say no. Yeah, just say no. Just also, say no, Tom's like. ask that question. <laughs> yeah. But Tom threw the producer in the bus. He's like, I think they put Candace on the show because of her looks. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Very mean to Candace. We also didn't talk about how. Um... Oh, I do want to talk about Elia does an impression of Padma, and that's why she wasn't at the watch party show. Mm-hmm. She does that whole long impression. Of oh Padma. yeah, I'm pretty sure Padma was like, no, she's not flying out. She's banned until we do an all star season that she can return yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, what was I going to say? I don't know. Now Jamal's very mad at me. Was it something with Micah? Yeah, it was something with Micah. No, it was um, who was here? To, to, oh yeah, I think it was someone submitted a question asking if Stephen was a real person. No, mm-hmm. the answer is no. Yeah, we know. This. Again, Harold stood up for him, but the answer is no. Yeah, he's not. We we no. just listen to our podcast. Yeah, just travel in time. And do you think podcast. Clay is a real person? I didn't. I mean, I did, and now I kind of don't. The fact that he was like okay with be, being on here. That was Clay. There he was. He's real. When when they asked if they would do it again, he's like, "Of course I would." And it's like, "Oh man, no, you shouldn't. You look yeah. real bad." Yeah, it wasn't good for Clay. Yeah, well, he just... immediately said, "You can't make fun of me. I'm 25 from Mississippi. I'm on the. I'm here on the show." Oh, uh, with his friends being, he's like, are your friends yeah. making fun of you? He's like, nah, man. Yeah. Shit, no, nah, man. I imagine someone do something like that, I'd kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else? Office space. No! Great, let's do this new closing bit. <clears throat> it's called Brian's Best Take. This is where Brian gives us the best and only take that you need for this episode. So, Brian, the floor is yours. Brian's Best Take. <clears throat> So it's like one take from this whole episode? Oh, it's no. whatever your best take is, Brian. The answer is in the explanation of the bit. Okay. Wake up. Here's Brian. I'm very sleepy. Here's Brian. Hey, 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 hey can, okay. Actually, can you guys do the dramatic music for me while I 
while I do this? Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. So Brian's best take. This episode didn't need to exist. That Brian's best take is put this episode to bed. No one needs to see this. Nobody wants to see this. I appreciate Andy Cohen coming out and doing this and hosting and everyone showing up and having a good time. But, like, I don't need this, you know? What just happened? Okay. Reeves back. All right. That's my take. Everything froze for me, and right. I got very scared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, works. great. That was that was a take. Reeves froze because he's stretching the time um, bands too thin and, um, with time travel. So yeah. based on that and the fact that Brian is about to fall asleep on the Quinn podcast, we're just going to pack our knives and go. See you next week. Bye-bye. And Clay. <laughs> Thank you very much.